0: The Eddie B-Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Uri Nidam, in honor of all the members of the Minyan, all the members of the Daf Yomi, and in honor of the Rabbi, Tiskele Mitzvot, may he continue to succeed. Aslahav B'chol Amen. K'mara Daf Today's daf is being studied in the Mishmah of ben esther Today we Today's daf being studied for In We start today's daf on and the Gemara begins on the top line. The Gemara's question is: How do we know that a person is able to make a shivua in order to keep? A mitzvah. Which means a person is obligated in a certain mitzvah. He's already obligated from the Torah. How do we know he's able to make a swear on that? Which means he can say, I swear I'm going to do this mitzvah. Now normally we have a general rule, in shivua hal al shivu'ah. That a shivu'ah cannot be hal on a shivu'ah already. But when it comes to this shivu'ah, the Gev'ala wants to say that a person can indeed make a shivu'ah even on something, that is obligated to do from the Torah. So the wants to know that Actually, we should start from Amar so the says, I swore in order to fulfill to fulfill what to fulfill the So the says do you mean? What are you talking about? Already he has a shivua on him from Har Sinai, which means you have an obligation from Har Sinai to keep the mitzvah. And we have a general rule: any shivua hal, shivua you can make a shivua on something other than shivua. He's able to make what's called shivua ziruzin in order to motivate him to do the mitzvah. Sometimes when a person makes a personal shivua. So now he wants to keep his own uh, word. He want to break his own word. So therefore well, that will give him a uh, motivation in order to keep the mitzvah. So therefore such a Shavuah is hal. Now let's look at the of it to see how he understands this. V'halo Mushba'a ve'omed Mar Sinai, right? There's these Mushba'a So the Gavara A'en said, El Haqa Mashmala, Mestavra Ali, D'Akhi Pirusha. De Me'ikara, Kasa Kadadak, D'Rav Gidal, Atalash Me'inan, She Shavuah, Mitzvah, Kedavar Arishut. We thought just like a person can make a shivwa on the baradishut, mean, I could make a swear that what wow, I'm going to do such a, a voluntary item, and the shivwa is hal. So I thought also that just like you can make a shivwa on a voluntary item, and the shivwa is hal, so I can make a shivwa as well on a mitzvah. <laughs> we bring a proof. David made a shivwa on a mitzvah. Oh, so talking about, How could you make a Shavuah on such a name? It's not voluntary. It's mandatory. It says like this. When it says a person makes a Shavuah for the good or for the bad, it's talking about when you make a Shavuah on something that is voluntary. Oh, so therefore that's what the Gamal's question. How can you tell me that you can make a shivwan in the mitzvah? It's not made, it's not voluntary. We thought we had a pasuk from Teilin that justified such a shivwan, but uh, it's not so. Because the source pasuk of shivuot is la'ala on and we know the that shivuot only talking about voluntary shivuot. The continues, So maybe you'll answer me like this. Maybe you'll say you're right. Now when we say a shivuot only is voluntary items, that's the inyan korban. That if you break the shivuot, you're going to be obligated to bring a korban. But maybe our Gemara's main point is that we're not talking about Qurban over here. We're saying that you can make a Shivu'a, that if you break it, you're going to be over on Bal Devaro. That you broke, you profaned your word. Which means, maybe the Gemara wasn't discussing what it said, how do you know you can make a Shivu'an, a Mitzvah, and the Shivu'a is going to be hard to the extent that you have to be a Qurban. Maybe the Gemara wasn't going that far to say, you have a Qurban if you break them. Maybe just discussing Bal That if you were over on the Shivu'a, you're going to be over on Lo Yachel. So it says, so why would the Gevara bring a proof from David Amir that says Nishbarti v'akayema v'akayema belav ken which means the fact that the pasuk brought the shpati has a regular law of a shvua because every shvua. Even let's say where it cannot be hal under the circumstances of korban is subject to the law of Loya yachel devaro. So if the whole purpose of the gavara was Loya yachel devaro, it would not have brought me a pasuk of nishbati vakeyima, because Nishbati shbat is masper. The shivua is a full fledged Shivwa, medin shivua. So therefore, the gavara is being understood like that as follows: How do I know that a person can make a shivua on a mitzvah to do a mitzvah? He's not saying he's obligated anyway. He makes a shivua. I'm going to do this mitzvah. And what? It's a Shivwa that's hal and Korban, and if he breaks the Shivwa, it's the to be Shivwaat Korban. Uh, how do we know that? Not only to be Oved lo Yahed, for sure, for you is Oved, uh, even if it wasn't hal midi Shivwaat Korban, it would be Oved lo Yahed regardless. But the Gibran's question is the back Korban, and the Gibran so What are you talking about? He's Nishmavi Omed um, uh, al Hasinai, which means uh, Shivwa is not uh, hal for such a thing. So the Quran continues and says. And the answer is Which means, what you're doing over here is It's called Ziruzin for sure לא יachad דברו if you break such a shavua יחיוב. and can it which means, you're right, you're not going to make a Qurban in this case. It's not a standard case of a Shiv'a, they But most people, for example, that Sadiqeen, they refrain from making Shiv'a. They don't want to get involved in making a, a Shiv'a. So the Kabbalah's question is, how do I know that even Sadiqeen, that normally refrain from making Shiv'a, that it's proper for them to make this type of Shiv'a when it comes to obligating themselves to do a mitzvah? So really, Rav Gidal is not discussing halachic over here. He's more discussing practice, which means, how do we know that even though a tzaddikim that refrain from shivuah, that there's nothing wrong for them to make a shivuah, to get bare a mitzvah, which means, vada, if he breaks the shivuah, he's not going to bring a korban. It's not that type of shivuah, because this is a mandatory shivuah, you hayab anyway. And the only time you bring your korban, if you break a shivuah, is on a voluntary item. Loya ya hayel, you're going to get because bottom line, if you made a and you didn't keep your word. You'll be over lo You profaned your word. All we're discussing this comment. How do I know that sadiqim who refrain from shivuot, generally speaking, can make such a shivua? The made such shivuot in order to keep So therefore, it's a proper practice. Comes to Gemara and continues from another statement of Rav Gidal Rav Haomer. Ashkim ve'eshnei perikzeh Guy says, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up early And I'm going to learn this perik Ishne masechtazoo But he says, I'm going to get up and I'm going to study this masechet Neder gadol nadar Deluhi israel. He vowed a great neder to the God of Israel now We have to see exactly what that Lashon of the Gemara means Neder gadol nadar Deluhi israel. But the Gemara continues what are you talking about? He's obligated to learn Torah already. Torah says you have to learn Torah. That's one of the obligations. That's why he's making a shiva and something that he's already obligated. The end halal So again, the same way we're learning the question. If you're telling me what, that this shiva is a shiva that he has to be a korban, what are you talking about? Shiva of korban is only the voluntary items. When it comes to Talmud Torah, you have to study Torah. Ma So what are you gonna tell me? So if you're gonna come and tell me that what? Wow, no, it means you make Shivwa Ziruzin. She's to get himself uh, motivated to learn, so you're allowed to make such a shivwah. We uh, we learned that already from the first day of the Gidal. Hainu Rav Gidal Kamaita. We learned that already from the first time that Rabgidal. So says Hakama yeah. you know what Hadush? Kebandi Bae Patan is technically, technically, If a person wants to know what the mandatory learning from the Torah is, technically, Shahrid if you just read those passages technically you fulfill the zaft Torah from the Torah. So really this is something extra. So therefore this would be as if it is voluntary. And therefore since it's voluntary so now already the shivuah is going to be so the is that when a guy makes a shivuah, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and learn. <coughs> That's not considered making a swear on something from the Torah. Because when a Torah, guy read you're done. And therefore this is considered like voluntary, therefore it's considered extra, and therefore the is going to be chal. now we have to read the Ran over here uh, to hefraf. get clarity. We have to read the RAN to get clarity. Behalom Ujbav Omid Maharas Sinai, who first white line, Kilomar, Vadday. Afal de ka'amart Nedir Gadol. Now, first of all he's dealing with this Nedir Gadol business. What do you mean, it's not a Nedir, it's a Shibu'ah. So he says, Shibu'ah ka'amart. It's saying, okay, it's, it's really, it's trying to say that the Shibu'ah is going to be hal. Ta'amar behejya bishfu'ah ishne perigzoo. He made the clear statement that he said, I'm doing make a shivwa. Exactly, we learned earlier that I gave us a rule. When you make a neder, neder is never on something that you're going to do. When a neder does it, it forbids something on you. So obviously, this cannot be. A neder, He's obligating himself to get up and learn. Yeah, sure. You don't make a neder on such thing. That's a shivua'ah on the person to do something. And <laughs> <chat> But he's just trying to say that sometimes you see the words interchangeable. Sometimes they call <laughs> shivua'ah nedir <medida> and neder <medida> shivua'ah. Because the time, when they tell the he brings the ayot over here. So the point over here is that says that nedir gadon nadar Really means as if it was saying "shivua gedola nishva lekweis." Just the like we said, the words are indeed uh, interchangeable. Good. <coughs> In any event, let's read the next one. Hakamash marlan the kevan di by patan of she mistavrally very point hadushi says here. Telev da'af gad the b'achim iftar. When we said over here, a person could just read Kiryat Shema in the morning and Kiryat Shema in the evening and he's done with his Torah obligation, impossible! Shehare, hayav kol adam lill mod, tamid, yom v'anayla A person has to learn all day long, 24 hours a day kifiko ho, v'amrina me perikamad kidushin Taro rabbanan, v'ashin nantam, shiyud v'raya Torah mehudadim b'fika The Torah is to be fluent and sharp on your tongue you shouldn't have to stutter and give him the answer Meaning, give him the answer immediately You shouldn't have to hesitate Now, person's soul is not going to become fluent in learning If you just read Kiryat Shema in the morning and in the evening So what's the last question? What are you talking about? You have to learn so therefore, when a guy comes to us and tomorrow morning, you can't say because well, you would have thought oh you only have to study Shashemah uh, in the morning and the evening. What are you talking about? You have to study tamid DeShanatam Nebanecha. So the Ran over here says, That's the name of the peric. The whole midi kevan meforash since it doesn't say anywhere in the Torah explicitly that you have to learn 24 hours, the Pasuk only says You only have to learn Torah from the Torah's language, per se, before you get to the Dirasha, morning and night. Where do we learn that you have to learn constantly from the Dirasha? That's not explicit. So even though it's true, but since it's not explicit, you could make a shivua on such an item, and the shivua is going to be hal. Hal so much that why a person will have to bring a korban if he breaks the shivua. I what do you mean? I'm obligated from hadsinai. You're right, but you're not obligated explicitly. You're only obligated from a. Because from the explicit pasuk, my obligation from Torah to learn is what. In the morning and in the evening, There's nowhere it says in the Torah. that in the Torah. That's a pasuk in Tehrim or We're talking about Yeshua. We're talking about over here from the Torah itself. There's no explicit law. So the Rambam says, what? Since it's not explicit. So a person who makes a on such an item, it's not considered that he made a shivuat on ma'sh katubah Torah, it's considered hal, to the extent if he breaks that shivuat, I meaning if the next morning he doesn't get up, and go learn, he's going to have to bring a shivuat, korban, korban shivuat, comes again and continues. Gidal, Another statement of Rav Gidal, Ramarav. <laughs> guy tells his friend, nashkim v'nishneb keregzeh. He says, tomorrow morning, we're going to get up, and we're going to learn, he makes a you know a deal with his friend tomorrow. Right we get up and learn. Adav the Hashkim, the person that made the commitment, he has to get up earlier than his friend. Uh-huh. How do you know that? Shneemar, VeYomer Eli. This is the prophet Yeheskel talking over here. So he says, Borayolam told him, Kum Se Ela bika Meet me in the valley. Vesham Adaber Otachan I'll speak with you. That it Se Ela Bekah. So Yeheskel says, I went to the Bekah. God was there already. It's since God's the one that made the meeting, Mission. so you're the one that initiated, you're the one that has to be there first. Yeah, so the says, listen, tomorrow morning we're going to learn together. You've got to come early. You have to meet your friend over there. So the Ram comes along and says, <laughs> Now this guy didn't say neder over here. He didn't say shifwah, <laughs> He didn't say neder. Yeah. Oh, he just says, let's. tomorrow let's, uh, let's <laughs> learn early. <laughs> Which means just like he's the one that's the motivator to make this yeah. meeting. So therefore, it's as if he's saying, and I'm going to motivate myself to be first. So therefore, he has to come earlier. And we learn two things from this Gemara. You don't have to say, for it comes to a mitzvah. A person, when it comes to doing the mitzvah, all he has to say is, tomorrow morning I'm going to come and learn. That's it. Here's the person that to keep his word. He didn't say a the person says, "I'm gonna give money to tzedakah. He didn't say neder. He didn't say Shivuah. The actual uh, acceptance verbally is already hal. Similar when a person doesn't mitzvah. He's. I'm coming to learn tomorrow. It's on him. He has to ready. Keep those. Second uh, thing. The second thing is when you make the nedar or you make the statement, you got to get up early. You got to be the first one there. You see seen the pasuk in Yoskeir. The Kadosh Baruch did the exact same uh, thing. Continues Amar of Yosef Nidu b'halom. Well, let's say a person had a dream. And in the dream, they put him in Hiram. In the dream. Wow. You need ten men wow. to come along ten, and uh, take him out of the ten, nidui. And the Gemara says, not only ten men. According to one interpretation, this means the ten men have to be those that learn Gemara. But those that only learn Mishnah. But do not study Gemara. No. Because the ten men you need to break the Niduy, because you need Shekhinah. And the Gemara is saying over there, that only people that study Gemara are able to bring the Shekhinah down. But if they study only Mishnayot, they cannot bring the Shekhinah. V'yilek And if preferably you cannot find those that study Gemara to make the ten, and they can even rely on people that just study Mishnayot and not Gemara. And if you can't even find people that study Mishnayot, so the fellow that got put in Harem should sit on the crossroads and let him say Shalom to ten people, and one of the people can answer him back, Shalom aleicha. so that at least will protect him, the blessing of Shalom aleicha, in the interim until he gets ten people together to take him off the Harem. Until he can find ten people, and I'm studying Gebarah. Now let's read the Ran. Nidu b'chalom Sarih asara b'ne adam latiru l'fi she efsar she b'shlichu ta makom netnaddeh. Could be in a dream when he gets put in harem, that's a messenger from God that's putting in harem. L'fiikh sarikh asara latiru she shekhina amahim. So you need the shekhina to take him out. So how do you get the shekhina to come down? You have ten people. V'hu dematnu hilkhetah kilomar the Ran has a different understanding the way I told it to you. His first interpretation is you have to get ten people that teach about tanu lo. but if they just learn for themselves, that's not good enough de some have a different. That They study Gemara, aval matnu klomar Mishnah bilhud lo. So you see that Kondris of Gemara, that those that study Gemara, they have to build the Mishnah down. Also, even the people that study Mishnah Yod comes the Gemara and continues. Amar de Rabinan Rabash, Yadah man shamteh maud lishnele. Let's say he knows the guy in the dream who put him in heaven. He sees the guy in the dream. So can he go to that one guy and tell him, You put me in, yeah. take me out. Yeah. Maybe God used the guy as an agent to put him in. But maybe he's not the agent to take him out. Maybe he need the Shekinah itself to take him out. Therefore you're going to need ten men. <coughs> Comes the Gemara and continues. Let's read the Ran first. The A'if Ran, it says what? That if you can't find 10 guys that study Gemara, let him sit on the crossroads, let him come shalom, the 10 people. So the Ran says, But he's going to say shalom and they're going to answer him back shalom. Right? to protect them in the interim from the Yisulin till so they can get 10 people together. We know the rule is if you put somebody in Hairim, you're able to take him out. He went, he went uh, next to him and took him out because he knows who it is. So there's, the land says, They use him as the agent to put him in. But who says they use him as the agent to yeah, take him out? Comes to Gibran and says, Amar Two lines on the bottom. <laughs> Let's say in the dream itself. They put him in herim and they took him out of herim. In the dream. Just like you can't find wheat without chaff. Which means that's the betilim. Every dream has some nonsense. chaff to it. has nonsense to it. That's the nonsense part of the dream. Which means you believe the harem and you don't believe the taking out. You've got to take it out. You've got to go to 10 people. That's the part uh, that you, you know, the part that you discredit is the part that they took him out. Look at the top Quran. Just like you can't find 100% wheat without any impurities. Halom ma a dream is like wheat that has impurities. Now he says, "What did not do that. Does he have to treat himself for all the laws of Nidou if he was putting Nidou in a dream? <laughs> <laughs> Which means, he's asking a different question over here, which means, in the case of a nidui, I have uh, no problem. You want to tell me that he has to deal with the uh, 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 nidui, let's get it off. But let's say that he made a nidui in his dream. So they put a nidra on him in the dream. Does he need to make a tarah nidarim? Mm-hmm. Ela shleiti la rishba betzuvah shemahase ba defana vetzichu eter. Using the dream, but, uh, it said they put him in dui, but there was a nidra that made, he made a nidra in his dream. So he made a nidra. So they went to the rishba, and the rishba said, "You need a tarah nidarim." Even he made it in his dream. So comes the gemaran says, "Ravina, second line, hava la nidra le debitu." his wife made a nether Abina's wife made a nether let's review the laws of wife making a nether normally a lady makes a nether the husband is able to nullify it in one of two situations either let's say it's the day that she made it so long as it's, it, so it's the day that she made it he has the ability to nullify it, and it has to be a certain type of nether that affects him they call that a binah. but if the nether is not affecting him then really he has no right to break the nether now the case we're talking about is Abina's wife made a nether it was a type of nerd where Abina did not have the right to nullify either because it was past the day or it wasn't benole bena. But what happened? She regretted that she made it a nerd. Now normally when a person regrets to make a nerd, she goes in front of the rap, she tells them why she regrets that she made the Nedid, they called the harata, and then the rabbis used that to release her from her vow. She did not want to go in front of the betin, actually better said, Ravina did not want to embarrass his wife to bring her in front of the rabbis. So he got the reason from his wife, why she regrets, and he wanted to go and represent his wife in front of the betin to nullify the vow. So the question of the gebra now is, can a husband nullify his wife's vows when she's not there? But it's with our permission, of course. So mm-hmm. the Gemara says, the case over here, His wife had a vow on her. Can the husband be made a shaliyah for the regret of his wife? So he answered him, If the rabbis are gathered already, no problem, the three rabbis, but if you have to gather them, no. What is the difference between if the rabbis are there already or not? So the dad is going to explain, and we'll read it inside, but let's say it outside first. The dad says like this, when you come along and represent your wife, you have to tell the Betin the reason that the wife said why she regrets her neder. You cannot generate your own reason. So the concern is like this, if the Betin is there already, it's quick. The husband will remember the reason of his wife and therefore represent her properly. But if he has to go find the Betin, by the time he finds the Betin, he might forget his wife's reason, for harata, and he might generate his own reason that he feels, and that's not good. So therefore they make a phanoot between is the beti sitting already or the beti not? And the factor is the forgetful factor. Now let's read all this in the run. The rant says, fourth line. Now we'll get another question. Why did Kibra only ask a husband to a wife? What about everybody else? I want to go meet my friend's uh, vow. So the Rambam says, no, no. The give question questions only by a husband and a wife. Why? Because we have a rule that says, And he brings a ra'aya uh, from the uh, Yerushalmi. Okay? You can scroll down a little more. It was explain. The opposite. The Amru Adraba. Gabe image de Amma pshita lan chiachon laso chaliach. says the opposite. That the Gebarat didn't ask by a friend because it's pashut that a friend can go as a chaliach and release his friend from the Nidarim even though he's not there. The Gabe baal dafka hu de Ebayala. The question is dafka by the husband. Why? Mishum de Haishina chimetok shinidre ishtok kashina alat Yosef medato baharata. We're concerned because maybe the husband, he do not want his wife to have the darim. So we're worried he might generate a new reason that his wife did not say. And when you make haratah, it's got to be the reason why the nodir wants to regret. So therefore, there's a reason to say maybe your husband is too excited. And therefore, what happens? He's going to say a reason to undo the nair that his wife did not think. That's not good. But vadai stab, a friend? For sure, he can be a shayom meskina. And the Kabbalah's conclusion is okay. If the Rabbis are sitting already, they're gathered It's not a burden to get them together We're not worried that he might add another reason He'll remember his wife's reason and then no problem Number one the person wants, he has a tendency to want to get the ended So he wants to give reasons. Ve'od, the tarach uh, ha that we hoshish, that why he'll give a new reason. We don't care. Therefore, Even if they're not gathered, it's going to be permissible according to Tosafot. So again, we learned another fantastic machlok amongst the Rishonim. Between the Tosafot and Harambam, can a friend go represent his other friend? According to Harambam, certainly not according to Tosafot, certainly yes, and the Gabbara's question is only to give a husband uh, to a uh, wife. Comes the Gabbara and continues and says from this story, we learn three things from this story. What are the three things? Like we did. Which means the Rabbi told him if the three Rabbis are sitting already, no problem. So you, learn that you can be a Shaliyah. Oh, You learn over here that a person cannot absolve vows in the city of his rabbi Because Ravina came over here Who is Ravina's rabbi? Yeah. Rav Asher He went to Rav Asher to take off the nadir How come Ravina didn't do it himself? So you learn over here in the city of your rabbi You cannot take off the nadir Now you're going to ask me a question What do you mean? Is a husband allowed to take off the nadir of his wife? Which means we have a basic rule that says En adam lo person cannot look at his own nigayim, at his own salat, at his own, he cannot make rulings for himself. Now based on the rule that we said ishto gufo, so Ravina anyway would not be able to absolve his wife. How could you learn from this that you cannot absolve your anedir uh, in the city of your rabbi? Even if it wasn't the city of his rabbi, he cannot absolve his anedir from his wife. So Darani answers this question and says not that he would absolve it, but he would get two other rabbis to sit with him. Then it would be okay. And from the fact that he didn't do that, from the fact that he went to Rabbi Asher, that's because he's living in the same town as the rabbi, so therefore, you don't make a taral in the place of your rabbi. The third thing that the Gemara says you learn to be, that you learn what? That when the rabbis are gathered already, it is permissible. Let's just read the uh, rant. What does it mean? No we can't. No we can't. If it's not, the rabbi's Right? If it was permissible to do it in your rabbi's town, the rabbi's would have done it himself. If it's good. How is the rabbi's house able to even do such a thing? Because it says in the game, all the rabbi's house will be made. the rabbi's house. And who says, the don't have so with others, he would be able to matir. Yeah. So the fact that Avinai didn't go and get two other rabbis to sit with him, you learn from that that in the city of your rabbi, you're not allowed to make a tara on the darim. The Gemara continues and says another halakah. Which is when it comes to a harem, you can take off a harem of a person even in this place of your rabbi. What's the logic the Now, obviously, you didn't learn this from the story. This is not to from the story, but once already we're with discussing subjects, we threw in this that a nidin the, in the city of your rabbi you cannot take off, but a harem even in the city of your rabbi you can't take off. So, look at the Ram. And what's the logic? The logic Quran doesn't say, but the logic is like this, because we don't want the guy to remain in Hiram. Until you have to wait till you go to the rabbi, you know that the Hiram is a curse on a person. So therefore, as quick as you can get the Hiram off, take it off even in the city of the rabbi. The next time says, says, and the yachid mumche, you don't need three people to take off a harem. Even the yachid was an expert, meaning a talmid chacham. He's able to remove the harem alone. Now the Ran brings out a machlok at what does it mean yachid mumche? So let's read the Ran over there. Second line, and where we just read in the Ran, ve'ay yachid mumche, teshari shamta that you can take off the harem. Ika lemandama davka semuch that he has to have semicha. Ve'lo nehidah elakoshu chacham muvak, u'baki ba'alakot nedarim. <laughs> so we'll it, what level of rabbis? The level of rabbis that had semicha. So someone that say dafka or samuch can take off the, the shemata. But the rabbis opinion is as long as he's damin hacham and he's fluent in all the laws of the derim and shemotod, he's able to release. Comes the government continues. Amar ibishemor and bar zvid. Amar ibitzag bar tabla. Amar avchiah adicha. Debe rav aha. What does it mean when it says the pasuk the the pasuk says in Malachi the the sun is going to shine for the God-fearing people, a sun of Siddhaqah and Merpeh and healing. So it says, that is lebatala." That is referring to those people that are scared to say God's name, the Batala. That's what it says, That this pleasant sun of healing and blessing is going to be come out in the of who? of those that are fearful to say God's name in vain. So it says, what is this type of sun that we're talking about? that's a, a, a charitable son, a healing me now we learn from over here." The dust of, <coughs> the dust of the day heals. <coughs> what is he referring to? Sometimes when a, on a sunny day. But a person looks at the window. What do you see? You see the dust. So he says that dust that you see on a sunny day, looking at the window, that already is medicinal. Which means he's trying to say the sun is called shem esed the discerning healings in the sun. Now it's not clear why he chose the dust itself. It seems the rays of the sun—they're <coughs> the ones that give the reflection. So look at the ram, avak <laughs> hanir the, attack, the that's dust that's seen in the sun, So the Mephashim say that uh, Avram Abinu used to wear a stone <coughs> around his uh, neck, and anybody that wasn't uh, feeling well, they would look at the stone, and immediately they were metrapeh, they were healed. So what happened? It says, after Avraham Abinu died, before he died, God took that power of the stone, and he put it in the sun. Wow. And therefore the sun itself has uh, medicinal healing uh, qualities. So the Gabbara is saying from here you learn on a sunny day, the president should uh, sit by the window and uh, the sun will uh, will heal him. The Gabbara now gives a different interpretation. Ufliga Rabi Shem'on ben Nakish. This is arguing on Rabi Shimon ben Nakish. The Amar, ben Nakish says, In Gehinnam le'ulam Abba. There is no Gehinnam le'olam Abba. Now one has to be very careful what this means. The Ran explains Alamabad does not mean after a person dies. After a person dies, but died is Gainam. A person goes to Gainam to purge himself from the Avonotari. We're talking about al which is after the resurrection, all those people that Gainam didn't finish them off, that they still have more sentences, sentencing in Gainam, at that point Gainam ends and their punishment is something else. And Ganim that Allahabadim is after Tiryat Temitim, those people that still deserve Ganim are not going to go to the fire Ganim. So what is it then? <speaking in Hebrew> God is going to take the sun out of its shell. Sadiki <speaking> Metrapeimba. <in Hebrew> the Sadiki are going to get healed by this sun. The same son that heals the sadikim is going to punish the shayim. not only it's going to be medicinal for them to heal them. it's going to be an It's going to be a pleasure for them. She's learning over here that just like an egel merbek is a fat. Egel a, uh, a, a, a calf, which means it's going to satiate the people like uh, the beracha of an Egil, which is they're going to be they're going to multiply, they're going to be blessed from this sun. however, but the Shaiim are going to be judged on that. the day is going to come hot like a fire, and it says that the Shaiim, they're going to burn like straw like, gosh! Let's read it out on the bottom. And Gehenam, that he double. Love the heart, This is not talking about after death. The vada ikah Gehenam, the Shemim. Ella, the Gehenam double, the heart of the Beitim, kamor. Sheotam, the Shemim, sheyulah harpot olam. That they're going to deserve Gehenam forever. Kedichtev, Daniyel loyunidudim ben Gehenam. They're not going to have Gehenam anymore. Ella, the dina, Shakedosh Baruch Hu, yotzi hamam ner dika so the longer the fact we said over here that what is this uh, son that's being replusible to the tzaddikim and and, uh, uh, unbeneficial to the rishayim which means this is what the Gemara says in a different place that the atit davu what is geinam that everyone is going to be burnt from the chuppah of his friend. So the Mishnah Esherim explains that it means that when you're going to see where your friend reached in Olamaba, how high he got, and you're going to look at yourself and you're going to say, I could have done the same, I had the same talents, and I had the same abilities, and I had the same potential, but I wasted it. And now forever and ever, every time you see a friend who in this world might have been behind you in financial status, and in kavod, and now you're going to see that he surpassed you eternally. That's going to be the Ghinam. She's the pain that you were able to accomplish much more and you didn't, and that's it. Now you cannot advance yourself. And therefore, it says that's the Shemesh. The sun that's going to be the reward for the Tzaddikim at the same time is going to be a painful experience for the Shayim. That's why it's a motivation. Everybody should uh, be from the people that will be Zochet, the Shemesh the Umar Peh. Baruch Adwallah Amen.